0: it's the angle podcast how exciting
1: although we're not at the beach enjoying the festivities we typically enjoy During this time of year, we are still going to party like we are because this is the biggest pre-show of the summer. Welcome to The Angle's WWE SummerSlam pre-show. I am your host, Joey Carney, and if you haven't already, please like and subscribe down below to stay up to date with all The Angle's activity right here on YouTube. Now, although tonight is SummerSlam, it is the one-year anniversary of The Angle Podcast. I want to thank everyone who has been a part of the growth over the last year, star-studded interviews, guests thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of likes. I'm so ecstatic to see where this show has been over the last year and it is all due to all of you. So I wanna thank you all who have been part of this journey and we are on our way to becoming one of, if not the best wrestling podcast that there is. So much has happened with The Angle Podcast over this past year. Interviews with superstars such as Shane Helms, The Hurricane, Gregory Shane Helms. We have RVD, Rob Van Dam, Uh, podcast hosts like Dave Lagreca and Chris Van Vliet. So many more names on that list, I can't even say them all right now. We've been featured on Fight TV, Bleacher Report, Pay-Per-View. The Angle Podcast keeps growing and growing and growing. And again, I wanna thank everybody for their support over this past year. And I can't wait to see what this next year has in store for us. Because tonight is WWE SummerSlam and the one year anniversary of the Angle Podcast, I had to go out and make this the biggest, baddest show that I possibly could have, and that's why I have tonight's guest with me. I have WWE Hall of Famers, Devon Dudley. Yes, Devon Dudley from the Dudley Boys will be here later on the show to discuss the tag team title match that will be happening at SummerSlam, as well as his history with the event. We all know that iconic Triple Threat TLC match from back in the day with the Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. Now there are an- there is another superstar, a Hall of Famer that I'll be welcomed by later tonight, and he will be helping me introduce the WWE title match, and that is the Olympic gold medalist, yes, WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle, will be here to help me introduce the WWE title match later on in the show. Now, there are so many matches on tonight's card that I'm really excited to talk about, and I can't wait to start. I'm I'm sorry, I guess we're having some technical I'm not even sure what is going on right now we're gonna try to start with I'm, I'm getting word now that we are going yeah later on in this show we are going to be joined by the fiend very well I don't know if I can be here for that I, I... yeah The Fiend is somehow making his presence on the Angle Podcast tonight. So stay tuned, and like I said, we're gonna see him later on in the show. As you can tell, I'm very, very excited for tonight's SummerSlam event. I've been waiting for this event. It's one of my favorite events, if not my favorite WWE event of the entire year. And we're gonna start the show off in a big, big way. I know there's a lot of things going on in the world today, But we are going to bring you some entertainment. We're going to bring you some positivity. And that's why we're going to start this show off the right way. We're going to head to the Angles Zoom Room to discuss the hair versus hair match. We're going to be discussing Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. And we're going to be discussing the United States title match between MVP and Apollo Crews. We're going to discuss all of that now with the Baller Club guy. We're going to head to the Zoom Room, like I say, to talk to Justin. Um, But there is a match on the card that has really... uh, Fueled my interest in the entire event, like overall, and that is the newly uh, announced street fight, which is going to be Dominic Mysterio making his official in-ring debut mm-hmm. against the Monday Night Messiah Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, what do Oof. you? Th- what do you? What do you think?
2: I'm gonna be honest with you. If it wasn't for the Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins storyline, I really wouldn't be interested in the Raw side of SummerSlam. Yeah. Did Seth Rollins is working his butt off right now. Like his Monday Night Messiah gimmick is amazing. I agree. Dominic Mysterio? Rey Mysterio's son blew me away when he those mo- like the six one nine. It was money. I think I tweeted it out. I said Dominic Mysterio in the ring is money. Yep. I'm so excited for
1: this match. Let's talk about it. And it's a street fight. And it's a, it's street, a street fight. fight. It's so a street fight. I feel like we've been kind of foreshadowing this over the last few weeks. So we've se- we've seen the kendo sticks involved. We saw... Ooh, you saw them. them yeah. the marks that Dominic kendo took? Kendo strikes on Monday Oof. Night Raw to Dominic. Oh. Welcome to the WWE, Dominic Mysterio.
2: <laughs> First day on the job, kid. You're taking 20
1: kendo sticks. Exactly. With no shirt on. No shirt on. But oh. uh, I-, I don't know. I mean... His first big WWE match, his first match in WWE in general is going so to be Seth Rollins. So to me, they have a lot of uh, hope and a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of backing in the WWE management into Dominic Mysterio. Maybe this was a way for them to, uh, in my eyes, you always have to look at the backside of things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think this is a this is their way to kind of have Ray Mysterio re with the company. We're going to yeah. put him in the spotlight. Maybe you will re-sign. And stay with WWE, which I think is overall what's going to happen. Uh, but I don't know, man. This is from what we saw on Monday Night Raw, the, the contract signing, both great promos from each end. We saw Samoa Joe really involved in there, and I think mm-hmm. uh, right now I don't know if Mysterio, or Rey Mysterio, has signed a contract to return. Uh, mm-hmm. he, I'm not sure if that's you know what it is. So we obviously know Buddy Murphy is going to get involved in this match. It's it's yeah. given. Do you see Samoa Joe coming to the aid of Dominic Mysterio? In
2: some I, I do in some capacity because you know Samoa Joe, you know Samoa Joe is awesome on commentary in the ring. He's awesome. That promo he did when Murphy, when Rollins and Murphy tried attacking um, uh, what's uh, Tom Tom Phillips? Yeah, Tom Phillips. Yeah, because Seth Rollins was screaming at him. Yeah. So, um, but when Joe was like, you think I'm going to let you come over here and bully my announced partner? So I think Joe will get involved in the match to some extent. Um, I think this is going to be a great street fight. I think possibly maybe we see a returning Rey Mysterio.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a street fight. Anything can go. Um, so it's going to be an awesome match. Um, now, who wins? That's the question.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. It's too, hard, it's too hard for me to tell. I honestly feel in my soul that we're going to see Dominic Mysterio get the win. Just yeah. because of what happened to Rey Mysterio. It was so yeah. monumental, him losing the eye. Mm-hmm. I think that WWE has to finish the storyline in a positive way just because of how they ended with extreme rules. I think that you're going to see Dominic Mysterio somehow, some way get the win over Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Seth can take the loss. Yes. He's taken many big losses this year already, and he's still a significant part of Monday Night Raw. Uh, So I think he can take the loss. This is just a way to build Mysterio up, bring back Rey Mysterio, uh, also help develop Buddy Murphy or Murphy, whatever he's going by. Um, I think that this is just a really exciting match. Uh, like I said, the promos we saw in Raw, beginning of the show, I was like biting my fingernails. I'm like, I am finally excited for a WWE pay-per-view in yeah. 2020. It's, 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 I don't know. It's been one hour ride so far with these uh, promos. I hope to see Samoa Joe involved. Maybe we see Samoa Joe, you know, start a, a rivalry with Seth after this. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe's clear. So I'm not sure, uh, but I'm predicting a, a Dominic Mysterio win.
2: And this match, I agree 100% with you on. Dominic Mysterio wins this match. Yeah. His debut pay-per-view match in WWE.
1: Now, we also have to argue, Seth really hasn't had much success at WWE pay-per-views this year. Um, he
2: hasn't, but, I mean, he did make Rey Mysterio lose an eye. He did. So, yes. it, it
1: kind of goes it, ways. but but I'm, I'm predicting a Dominic Mysterio win. You're predicting a Dominic Mysterio win. Yes. A few great matches on the card. I'm really excited to see. Um, now, oh, talking, man, be, yeah. talking about them with you, I'm really excited.
2: It's going to be a great pay per view. Yeah, and uh, how thoughts? can I not be excited? It's on my 30th birthday. Oh, man. It's on my birthday.
1: That's awesome. Happy birthday, man.
2: Happy Thank birthday. you. Uh, Thank everybody
1: you. on Twitter, tweet the ballot club guy, Justin. Happy birthday if you're watching. Yes. Us. Any last thoughts you have on SummerSlam?
2: I'm really excited, Joey. It's going to be an awesome pay per view.
1: I want to thank the Battle Cup guy for making his return back to the Angle podcast to discuss some of the matches that everyone's really looking forward to at WWE SummerSlam. All going down tonight at 8pm on the WWE Network. Now we're going to head back to the Angles Zoom Room to discuss the Raw Tag Team title match between the Street Profits and Andrade and Angel Garza. Now, one of the moments everyone's been waiting for to help me talk about this match. We're, like I said, going to the Zoom Room to talk with WWE Hall of Famer Devon Dudley.
0: Joey what's going on man it's Devon Dudley hall of famer that is and 24 time world tag team champion and I just want to say I hope you and your family are all well during these crazy crazy times during coronavirus I want to thank you for having the podcast called angel podcast thank you for being able to have a podcast like that, that will be able to spread the wrestling news and that the fans can actually receive what they're receiving in the wrestling world and not phony wrestling news, but legit news. So thank you on top of that. I also want to say that SummerSlam, WWE's event, is coming up and, um, well, it holds a special place in my heart. You see, five of the guys and myself basically well we created something that now to this day lives on and is being duplicated or at least trying to be duplicated the way we did it back in the day and that's called the tlc match very very fond and and, and memorable moments during that time it really was and the dudley boys the hardys and edging and christian put their lives and careers on the line to be able to entertain each and every one of you and your fans that listen to your podcast and the wrestling world, we wanted to make sure that there was a match that was so legendary that even after 30, 40, 50 years, it would still be talked about as probably being one of the greatest matches of all time. Now that's not taking anything away from Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. That's not taking anything away from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Those matches were in a class by themselves. No match could ever duplicate those two special legendary matches. We were hoping to just be put in the same category as those guys. And I think we did it every single one of us knew what was at stake and we did what we had to do to be able to pull it all off i'm very happy and and very grateful for the fact that none of us actually walked out of there in really bad shape although our egos might have been mm, tarnished a little bit just simply because edge and christian after every tlc match they always won but That's nothing compared to having your legs broken, your arms broken, concussed, or any of that. We were just happy to be able to do what we had to do to entertain the WWE Universe and the fans around the world. You have 2020 SummerSlam coming up, and you've got some legendary, hopefully legendary, matches in the making. One of the matches that I'm looking forward to is the Tag Team Roar. Match And that's going to be against the Street Profits, Angel Gaza, and Andrade. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be, I think, a really, really good match. And although it's not a TLC match, I think that they can make history by going out there and doing what they do best. And that's entertain. That's put on a wrestling clinic. Those four guys, I believe, that's going to go out there and really, really do it justice. So I hope every single one of you and your family members and the wrestling podcast and the world is tuning in to that match. There are other matches on there as well, but you know, me, I'm a tag team guy and I've been for a very long time. So that's the one that I'm really looking forward to. My prediction for that particular bout, well, if the street profits can go in there and do what they continue to do the past few weeks, then they're going to get the job done and retain those titles. But if Angel, Gaza, and Andrade figure a way to stop the smoke, then you will have new tag team champions. But which one will prevail? Well, SummerSlam, if you tune in, it's the only way you're going to find out. And so I hope that each and every one of you do and realize that these guys are going out there and doing exactly what the six of us did and that's entertain and make sure that this might be the match that you guys talk about for a very, very long time. Again, Joey, Angel Podcast, phenomenal job that you guys are doing. I want you to keep up the good work, and with these trying times, where everybody's talking about coronavirus and everything else underneath the sun, you give them that one glimpse of hope that they can suspend reality and go into something that is really Really beneficial for their minds, their bodies, and their soul in terms of not thinking of, well, bad things, but only good things. And if pro wrestling and your podcast is doing it, then my brother keep testifying because that's the only way you're going to bring joy to everyone in this wrestling world by giving out good news, not bad news, definitely not fake news. So again, congratulations on everything. I hope you guys tune in to watch SummerSlam, and I hope that this podcast that you have, Angel Podcast, lasts for a very, very long time. Now, do me a favor. Can you please get the tables? Oh, and testify. My brother, take care.
1: I want to thank Devon Dully for coming on to The Angle, making a short cameo appearance, giving some great insight into the Raw Attack Team Tunnel match going down tonight at WW SummerSlam. And might I add, some great uh, history uh, for the event with TLC, the match that he was involved with years ago with the Hardys, Edge and Christian alongside uh, Bubba, or should I say Bully Ray. Uh, But great insight from Devon Dully and I was so excited to have him join the show. But we're gonna head back to the Zoom Room to talk more SummerSlam with my friends Daniel and Vikram from the Dropkick Podcast. But to lead us into there, we are going to be joined right now by WWE Hall of Famer, the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. He's going to introduce, he's going to kind of segue us into the Zoom room to talk to the Dropkick podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, the Olympic gold medalist, WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle.
0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and I want you to like and subscribe to the Angle podcast. Although it's not my podcast personally, it's still a great one. And be sure to subscribe before SummerSlam because the WWE title match between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre should be the best main event in years. Oh, it's true. It's damn true.
1: Because you'll never see it coming can be uh, used in every single storyline, including mm-hmm. the Raw you know, women's title, but also including this next match I, I wanna discuss. And that is the WWE Championship match, the WWE Champion Drew yeah. McIntyre, and the Viper, the Legend Killer, ran Apex Predator. This guy's at some of the best wrestler in the world, Randy Orton. All what of them, you man. The goat. Yeah.
4: Well, honestly, I think Drew McIntyre's reign has been good, but at the at, at this point in time, who else is there but Randy Orton to stop Drew McIntyre? Everybody has eaten a Claymore and got the one, two, three. But everybody recently has also eaten a punt kick and got the one, two, three. And I feel like this is kind of like a finisher versus finisher type scenario. But I do feel like mm-hmm. so I think it's lights out if Orton does hit a punt kick. And I think Randy Orton's going to win the WWE Championship. Hopefully he wins it. And then by the time my boy <laughs> I like comes back I like for the title, vintage I don't, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. Yeah. Vintage <laughs> Edge shirt. But, uh, I, I got Randy Orton for this match. I do.
1: What do you think, Dana?
3: Um, There's so many ways that it can be booked. And like the tagline mentioned, you know, you'll never see it coming. So I think that there will be no winner. I think there will be a DQ finish or something crazy because a returning Brock Lesnar will interfere. And we're going to get something crazy at Payback. You know what I mean? Payback, Brock Lesnar, and Drew McIntyre. Brock never got his payback. So, hey, man. Uh, but if we're going to pick a decisive winner, I think I got to go with Randy Orton, man. Like Drew McIntyre is a good reign, but it's time. And Randy's Randy's on like another
1: level right now. So Orton Orton for the win, man. I said a few months back that when Edge and Orton were going at it at Backlash, mm-hmm. in my eyes, Edge wins hands down because where does Randy Orton go after that match? A win or a loss? Yeah. He wasn't really featured on anything at that time. Months mm-hmm. later, he's in the main event of SummerSlam. So it's really hard to tell where these guys are going to go from here, yeah. you know, in a week from now for payback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton is just on a streak that I don't think I've ever seen from mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He's been on these types of streaks before, but nothing as – uh unique as this where he is in a lane of his own uh, compared to everybody else in the company like everybody's yeah. here and then like orton is on another he, level he's,
3: the, he's he's literally on, he's literally goat status right now you know what i mean like yeah it's crazy he's, yeah.
1: he's he's the top heel in the business you know sorry mjf sorry baron corbin all those people are literally there's you you can't you can't,
3: you can't compare Randy Orton, the man, low blowed Ric Flair, and I got mad. Like I don't get mad at wrestlers often like that. Like Randy, yeah. Randy did that, so. Oh, you, you know, know how I mean?
4: salty I was at Backlash when he pinned Edge one two three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and <then> Edge being <laughs> injured after that match.
4: Yeah, I was like, really? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. But
1: yeah. But. He, he,
4: I feel like if the rest of the year goes the way it has been, Randy Orton's gonna be the wrestler of the year this year for sure. One hundred percent.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many main events matches or how many uh you know monumental matches has he been in this year already?
2: That's true, man.
1: I and, and every pay per view besides extreme rules and he was in the he main event he's in the main event of Raw every week. Uh so mm-hmm. but either either one that that can win, either Edge, I mean uh Orton or Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah.
4: Either
1: Never one see coming, would man. be a great WWE champion for the rest of this year. Um, yeah. Sure. Listen, we're going into September. The year's pretty much almost over. Uh, so whoever wins this match, I can kind of see going into WrestleMania or even earlier, the Royal Rumble as the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it's, it's Orton. If, if yeah, so the timetable for edge to return is 2021 early on. Uh, so if, Orton is the champion. Edge is returning. You continue that feud, and that's the main event of WrestleMania for the WWE title.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's where
1: that's Edge amazing. gets that redemption. The redemption the sure. redemption, sort of say. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah.
1: Drew McIntyre, I believe, deserves a better run in mm-hmm. the sense that if this COVID thing wasn't happening, it's got to be champion for an entire year. Uh, 100%, but, yeah. But with no crowd and just... This, the backstory to his character and having to be put in that WrestleMania situation where no crowd at the PC, Brock Lesnar, main event, WWE title, like, everything was aligned for him. You know, he deserved mm-hmm. to be in that. They should have, in my opinion, they should have held off on that match and waited until there was it's a the crowd.
4: crowd. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, which is why I think they're going to take the title off of him now. So when we do go back to having live, you know, crowds, he can kind of replay that situation, win the Royal Rumble or something like that, or even just win something else and be back in the title picture and then win it in front of a live crowd. Uh, for sure, yeah.
3: Summer slam next I, I agree with that.
1: Maybe well, who knows,
3: there. man? hmm for sure. There's
1: a lot of different uh, scenarios that can be played out here. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm a fan of all of them. I don't
3: know about you. Yeah, too. I I think they're all great men. You know, Orton and uh, McIntyre are two you know great assets to the company right now because they've been holding it down for the pandemic era of WWE alongside MVP and others. But these two, you know, at wrestlers like they're on a different level for sure. They're but,
4: gonna have good in ring chemistry. I don't yeah. know if you guys were watching Raw uh around late 2019, but. Actually, they were having a bit of a mini feud before the Royal Rumble last year where he uh, face. Randy was a face. Yep. Yeah, and McIntyre was a the heel. Then McIntyre won the Rumble, went full-on baby face, and they, they just dropped it. So they just dropped it, yeah. Pretty he was cool actually, we're getting this match now.
1: I was talking to somebody about that a few weeks ago uh, on Twitter. When that was happening, that was, yeah, like you said late December, early January before the, the Rumble, and that's when McIntyre was organically becoming a face like he was being cheered yeah. massively yeah. biggest pop of every you know of the night whatever show he was a part of so that's kind of where that started was when he was kind of interacting with Randy and that last segment I don't remember exactly what he said uh but it was like during the, he was laying in the ring in the corner he took the mic and he said at the, uh, he said something he's gonna kick Randy's ass and he's gonna win the Royal Rumble and the crowd went like yeah. wild like, yeah, like Dolph Ziggler cashing in Money in the Bank wild. Yeah, man,
3: it was it was a great, great pop. But you know, I, I COVID happened, and you know, I I you know I, I feel bad for these guys. But you know, not you know not everyone's going through it. so I guess, like you mentioned earlier, you know, I, having Drew McIntyre win that WWE title again in front of a crowd would be pretty, you know, phenomenal. I think that yeah.
1: if if this is gonna happen, it has to happen now. Because. <clears throat> You wait any longer and you wait maybe to Royal Rumble to put the title on. Or yeah. That is a short period of time. We know the end result is Edge holding the title. Yeah, a hundred percent. So uh, I, I don't know if it if it doesn't happen now, it's not happening, I don't think, this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's but I think of a streak to kind right. of like not do it. Mm-hmm. Not put on that. For sure. But I think
3: the feud's gonna continue because um, you know, payback and then hell in a sell, you know. But who knows, man. We we don't know the future, you know, anything can change in the WWE like we say, so just gotta keep an eye on for that. But yeah, man.
1: There's a lot of things on this event that I'm really excited for. I think mostly mm-hmm. is the WWE title match. Uh mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm a fan of both. Um more of a fan of Orton as a heel. I think most people are. Um yeah. Definitely. But I'm just excited to see how the finish goes because, honestly, like we're predicting an Orton win. Uh, mm-hmm. But you got to remember, you'll never see it coming. Claymore out of nowhere. You it know, everybody happen. thought last year that Orton was going to beat Kofi for the title. At I remember SummerSlam. that. Yeah,
4: that's true. It didn't
1: <laughs> happen. So right. did not happen. you also have to think, too, SummerSlam is Orton's – that's his playhouse.
3: Mm-hmm. That's his home field advantage. As yeah. Say,
4: so mm-hmm. yeah, Orton's successful a lot of times at SummerSlam because it's it's true he could get hit with the claymore and just like be knocked out. Lights out. Out. Yeah. All, <laughs> lights out. But it could happen so You know, it's a pretty good match and it's not like that predictable because you could you could I could really envision both guys winning. So,
2: that's that's yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
1: It's too mm-hmm. close to call and also like what Daniel said. Payback is next week, so maybe we see a, you know, a botch finish or something where, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Orton low blows McIntyre, gets himself DQ'd. Now Mm -hmm. McIntyre wants payback, so at payback, we have a rematch, and then Orton wins the title.
3: Yeah, Orton, I think maybe a returning Roman Reigns somehow gets, like, slotted into there, and I wouldn't mind it, man. Roman coming back with that big beard and, like, just, you know, whooping ass, you know, Hey, if we're gonna go that route, I would not mind it. Roman versus Edge, Spear versus Spear. But I hope Edge wins that match. Just
1: then, so. while you're at it, we can just we can just throw somebody who has two matches left. You can just throw Goldberg in there, and you got a triple threat: Spear versus Spear versus Spear. Hey, man, and you he's got like two crazy matches like, on years his contract.
4: Yeah, <laughs> he's got two years on his contract. It's crazy. Uh, I something tells me like three out of those four matches are gonna be at. In Saudi Arabia, but maybe yeah. we can get a couple at like a WrestleMania or SummerSlam. Yeah. I think they're going to,
1: was... if this, if next year's WrestleMania is able to be in front of a live crowd, they're going to pull out every stop they possibly can to make it the literally the biggest show they've ever had. So expect to see Goldberg mm-hmm. if that's the case.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Yes. Any last thoughts on SummerSlam on the WWE title match you guys have? Um, um, <laughs>
4: Like, I, I, I'm pre- I'm predicting Randy, but like as mm-hmm. Daniel said, you never see it coming. And if it does end in a DQ, yep. I just tell people, don't be surprised if Retribution attacks during this match. Because this is the match that we're all waiting for. Yeah. This feels like a main event. This has the big fight feel. If they're going to have Retribution attack, this is like the perfect match yeah. for them to make an impact. So keep your eyes out
1: it's a good point. People haven't really been, everybody I talked to so far, you're the first one to mention retribution at all. Yeah. This pre-show. So you also have to Hey man, check. you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate you coming on, giving some uh, great insight. Once again, uh, where can everybody find the dropkick podcast, your Twitter handles? Let everybody know. Um, so,
4: yeah.
3: Rick, take it away.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, The Dropkick Podcast on my YouTube channel. There is a playlist called The Dropkick Podcast. My YouTube channel is The VP Show, and then you can find us both on Instagram. We have a Dropkick Podcast Instagram, which is literally just the Dropkick Podcast. Then both of our Instagrams are mine is Vikram underscore Prasher, V I K R A M underscore P R A S -S H A R. Find Daniel on Instagram, D A N I A L M A, and then on Twitter. VP show official, and you have Daniel Heal998 on. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so there we go. There we go. <laughs> we got it. Yes.
5: Okay. Awesome, awesome.
1: So that's great insight from my friends, Vickerman and Daniel, from the Dropkick podcast. I want to thank them again for uh, coming on, returning back to the Angle podcast, talking WWE SummerSlam. It's my favorite time of the year. SummerSlam, biggest party of the summer. But I also want to give a special, uh, another birthday shout-out. To my friend Justin, the Cup guy who was on earlier. Uh, because today is his 30th birthday. So I want to wish you uh, a happy 30th birthday. Uh, but we are going to go back now to the Angles Zoom Room. To talk with one of the most charismatic podcast hosts that there are today. You may know him from a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kenny. Uh, but the Universal title match... Um that we've kind of been waiting for, at least in my eyes, waiting for for the past few months. Although we kind of got it already with different versions of Bray Wyatt. But I think people yeah. have been waiting to see The Fiend, Braun Strowman, one-on-one, no gimmick, no swamp, whatever. And let's have this title match. What are your uh, What are your thoughts? You're getting some technical difficulties
5: because I'm seeing some Joey. I'm here. Can Joey. you
1: hear
5: me? Yeah. No, I couldn't you were asking about um Strowman and then I, I could really couldn't hear you for the we I sorry, we're good now, but um Yeah. yeah. I don't know Can you was... ask what were you asking? Sorry.
1: Yeah I, I, I just
5: Did you get a flicker jo- on your Joey? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, well, you said I'm getting it. Just kind of cut.
1: Well, that was kind of weird. Cause Are we I just good? Got a, I just got a like a like a pop up of like brace. I don't know. The fiend face just popped up on my screen. I don't know what.
5: Just. Uh, well, I, I I didn't see that. So i You might want to. Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: I, okay. I can hear know, you. Yeah. Tech, I don't know what is all right. Well, we're let's see if we can get back on track. Right, Universal see. title match.
5: Get our composure right. back here.
1: All right, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all good, bro.
5: It's live. It happens. What, what's going on? Let's go.
1: The Fiend, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. We see a new Braun Strowman. Uh, let me ask you this first question. Yeah. Who's the face and who's the heel?
5: I do. I'm is so there, confused with this feud. Is there uh, one,
1: or are they both?
5: Uh, I don't know. they both. They're both tweening. Uh, is probably the best way to say it. But this one's confusing me because it's like. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be negative. I really don't, but like, I'm not really liking this direction that they're going with Braun Strowman. Um, out of nowhere. It, it, right. It's kind of like, you know, I never saw it coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the tagliner, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like it felt random that he start suddenly just like was, doesn't like Alexa and doesn't, it's like, I get it. I get that The Fiend changes people. The head, his head is shaved, which full disclosure, you know, I'm I'm losing my hair too. Like this is not coming from a place (laughs) of like just down in him, but like, I get why he shaved his head, but like, I, I, I like that look for him. I'm going to have, there's going to be some big show. I mean, there already are some big, Yeah, it's true, but But I liked his look. I know he was like, his his hairline was going back, but it was a good look for Braun Strowman. And I don't think they should have changed it. It made him look unique i mean literally think about it people are calling him Snitsky in the big show now like that's not a good thing and that's your universal champion i saw the, and, snitch, uh, show. Yeah, the <laughs> snitch show um but <laughs> but it literally like i, I just don't know i it, it took a this this feud like has kind of lost momentum to me in that sense where yeah. i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong uh that that ending segment to smackdown uh the following week uh, that was a little bit a little bit weird. You know, a little bit weird um, with how he was tossing Alexa to the side. But I yeah. did like Alexa. I, for, to her credit, Alexa Bliss has been amazing in this feud. 100%. And like literally the slaps from uh, not, not the past episode, but the previous yeah. uh, where she was just slapping the crap out of him and saying, wake up, wake up. Like that seemed real. And uh, a lot of people go, well, Alexa Bliss keeps getting these pushes and I don't understand. If you don't see star power in her, you don't see that the acting chops, you don't see that she has it. You don't see the fact that she could be an ambassador for WWE. You don't understand professional wrestling. It's not just about what she does in the ring. You can say oh, her in ring work sucks and it doesn't for the record. But yes. you could say that, but you're missing out on the whole um, marketability of Alexa Bliss. She has it.
1: If you look at right? her from point A to now, when she first debuted, when she first started, in WWE and NXT with, you know, the, the fairy dust, and the two yeah, Night and day. Find me another superstar who has transformed and, de- and developed that way to being a multiple yeah. time champion.
5: I mean, she's involved in the, in the universal title feud. She's entrusted to be in that role. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of people were like, well, if she was a major player, she'd be in the women's title role she can't do that all the time. My point is she's involved in a main event of SummerSlam with the Fiend and Braun Strowman. And she's trusted with that role for a reason. You know, she's playing her role is of course the damsel in distress in this case. And she's doing it well, she's doing it amazingly. And uh, anyway, enough of a rant about Alexa bliss, but, but she's doing great back to the feud. I hope I'm wrong. And I hope this match blows me away. And I hope, um, any match with the Fiend is going to be good. It's just the Braun Strowman developments that I've been a little bit confused on. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, I I, I don't know. I, I selfishly I do want the the Fiend to win uh, because I feel like how do you have the Fiend lose?
1: Yeah.
5: I mean, but then ask then Goldberg. again, how do you have Braun Strowman lose? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, ask Goldberg, Goldberg yeah. how the Fiend loses. Oh my god! And he signed for like another three years for two matches, matches match.
1: a year. I don't know. I don't know oh. where that even came from. I thought uh, he was getting... and I'm a Goldberg
5: fan, guys. Full disclosure: I actually like Goldberg, yeah. and I'm already like, "Oh my god, what is going on?"
1: I loved his run with Lesnar. It was, you know, I did great. too.
5: I was but, there when it culminated at WrestleMania 33. Like that was an amazing night, and I remember like c- c- catching heat with the crowd because everybody was booing him during the entrance and then cheering him during the match. And I was like, "You fickle bastards." Like, just let it happen. Wrestling needs to be watched sometimes. But the Fiend stuff, no, not so much. Not so much when he beat the Fiend. In my (laughs) eyes, I think the Fiend,
1: there was some sort of double turn that happened here. And it wasn't like a gradual thing. It just like in one episode of SmackDown, double turn. Um, Braun says he doesn't care about Alexa, which is a heel thing to say because you know that they're great friends. On screen and in real life, whatever. Uh, there's, you know, there's stuff on the WWE Network that just proves that for hours. Uh, The Fiend stopped attacking her when she put her hand up and touched his face, which is not a heel, I guess, move. Right. He
5: had some compassion.
1: He had some compassion. Exactly. Right. So in my eyes, there was some, there was a turn where now Braun is going to be the monster. No pun intended there because they're both on, but uh, the fiend is still going to be the fiend, but there's a different side we're going to see to the fiend he's now. Tweening,
5: I think he's tweening. Exactly. He's Undertaker 1993, where he, Undertaker was never fully a babyface, but he started wrestling heels, and um, it's it's got to be that that has to be that's the only explanation I can think of because if not, it doesn't make sense for them to both be heels essentially, unless Braun Strowman snaps out of it and he was under a. Uh, a a spell essentially by the field uh the fiend yeah. and um that's the only thing i could think of but i think your your explanation is more plausible for the simple reason that the fiend is not a character that's going to get booed no no matter if he's a, a heel or not uh, he's so over with the crowd yeah. it kind of makes more sense to lean into that and just kind of make yeah. him be the baby face um but never acknowledge that he's don't a don't good ever, guy
1: haven't one monster in WWE that they haven't showed a compassionate side of. Right. I don't think there's ever been one. They, they do. This is just a formula that they follow with their stars in, in, in this sense. But uh, let me ask you this. Do you, can you right. see Alexa turning on the Fiend in a way, aligning with Braun, turning heel if that's where he's, his character is going, costing the Fiend a title, and now the Fiend's like, what, you know?
5: I can't an option? see that. I can see that that's exactly why well I can actually see something it's almost like taking your point and turning it into something else. Exactly. I can see that Braun Strowman never really was a heel. That yeah, Alexa Bliss turns on the the fiend and says it was a setup. The, the only way that the only way to, to you know make you lose was to mess with your mind and Braun and, and her laughing and saying like We love each other. We would never go like hate each other like that.
1: They set the Fiend up, basically.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's that's where you have the definitive. You know, they were still babyface, and then uh, you know the Fiend is heel. That I can see happening. So, so now we've combined theories. So now I feel a little bit better about this match. Maybe something will happen, but you know, I also like I, I don't know if I have full faith in WWE to be thinking, but you know, let me give them credit. WWE's actually really gone with a lot of what I think a lot of people wanted where, where they wanted them to go recently. They're trying new things um, especially with the pandemic going on. They're like, just screw it. Like we have yep. nothing to lose. Um, so I can kind of see it going somewhere down that line. Yeah.
1: Now there is another or here. Cause there's, there's, okay. there's a third option that we can go with this storyline, which is pretty much the, the easiest one to figure out that Alexa bliss finally like they pull the plug with Alexa. And she goes into this sister Abigail type character and she's aligned with the fiend and they caught and somehow Braun loses the title. And now we see uh, a kind of a beauty and the beast type storyline with Alexa and the fiend.
5: So I'm going to, my full disclosure, and this is sometimes, this is the being too much of a smark, no matter what they were supposed to do, if I go back to the original storyline, the original storyline was supposed to be The Fiend beat Roman. And... Um, or, sorry, sorry, let me say that again. The Fiend beat... Uh, or, sorry, Goldberg beat The Fiend. And then Roman would beat Goldberg yeah. at WrestleMania. Okay. Roman would face The Fiend at SummerSlam. And then The Fiend would probably regain it back. Yep. So I can't shake the fact that no matter what we make sense of or whatever i can't shake the fact that i think the fiend is leaving Summerslam with the title to continue on whatever is supposed to go on and i can see god i hate to say it but i can see goldberg coming back into the fold later on going into 2021 um things like that you know what i mean so going into halloween if you don't have the title on the fiend i think something's wrong so i can see uh i can see the fiend winning i don't know how i don't know where we how we're getting there but He's got to win. You just but then again, paybacks, payback's the following week, right? So yeah. Braun Strowman can win the title here or retain and then lose it the next May preview.
1: So but here's the thing. If, if one of these situations play out, you know, right. I am agreeing with, with you here that the Fiend is leaving SummerSlam, the new Universal Champion. Right. But the question is, who is Braun going to get payback on? Alexa yeah. or the Fiend?
5: Probably Alexa. I mean, it looks like they're going to continue. She's,
1: she's utilizing this storyline for a purpose, and it yeah. hasn't been that. That question hasn't been answered yet. So yeah. it's obviously going to happen at SummerSlam. She's done with you know paired her pairing with Nikki Cross.
5: You know they can go a lot of different directions. There's a lot of pieces here at, at play here, and uh, that's what's good about professional wrestling. It's good that we can't figure this one out.
1: You know why? This is why I like you. Ha- like having you on the show, and I like how I like you as a person, just because. You just made an excellent point. Nikki Cross is still in some sort of story with Alexa. She asked her, how
5: How are you? How are you? How are you feeling after, you know, the fiend and stuff? She, she, kind of, she
1: cares. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, I'm kind of, it's not ended there. Maybe we do see her, Nikki Cross, get involved with SummerSlam. And maybe what comes to mind for me right off the bat is maybe she gets a line with the fiend. The fiend, right. And Alexa goes with, with Braun and then at payback, we see uh, energy. Exactly.
5: Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. And it's good that literally, you know, I, I say it to the, the angles audience here. It's good that Joey and I can't figure it out because that makes it all the more entertaining because now we're giving you like six different scenarios. So when you go yeah. into that match, you don't know what to expect. Uh, that's excited good
1: for this match now.
5: Right. I've literally in talking to you, yeah. I told you before, I'm not excited for the Smash. I've gotten myself excited just talking about all these scenarios. And we talked last month about Extreme Rules and the Swamp Fight,
1: and neither one of us were just, we were into it because <laughs> we were, but it wasn't what we wanted to see. Now I think we have so many different options where it's like, we can't pick what we prefer to see. Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm excited for this event. Any last uh, words you have uh, for SummerSlam For this event, you yeah. know,
5: I think, I think uh, the tagline, like you said, I hate taglines when it comes to these yeah. themed pay-per-views uh, but I think this one fits because I really, I, I really don't know what's coming here. Uh, never, i never, I feel like going into this, I really won't see it coming and uh, there's going to be a lot of twists and turns along the way here, especially with the uh, you know, another pay-per-view being next week. Like this is, this is can go a hundred different directions and I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this. That's all that matters. Uh, I hope the execution's there. Again, guys, you may think that certain things might happen. I promise you, you're going to watch this back after the event and go, wow, you know, Joey, Joey and his guests were wrong about everything. Or they were right about this and wrong about that. Like, it, this is one of those shows where I promise you, you won't look back and say, oh, Joey and his guests got them all right. I promise you.
1: Always such great insight from Kenny from Kenny for your thoughts podcast as well as Daniel Vikram from the Dropcake podcast and my friend Justin, the Battle Club guy. All three great podcasts you should all go listen, follow, subscribe to uh, on Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere that you can enjoy a podcast. They are there. Uh, that's why they are on the Angle Podcast pre-shows because they are, in my opinion, some of the greatest podcasts that are out there today. Now, I also want to thank my special guest, WWE Hall of Famer. Kurt Angle, as well as WWE Hall of Famer Devon Dudley, especially for giving that great insight uh, into the the Raw Tag Team title match we're gonna see tonight at SummerSlam, as well as his history with the event and the iconic TLC match from many years ago. But the real shout out goes out to all of the fans who are watching this currently right now, all the fans who have been watching for the last year. Uh, Like I said at the beginning of the show, it is the Angle Podcast, one year anniversary, and this cannot be possible without all of your support. So again, for me, Thank you very much for your support, for following, for subscribing, for liking, for commenting, everything that goes into growing this podcast. I wanna thank you all uh, for doing so and also joining this journey Um, that is The Angle Podcast. Now we are a short time away from WWE SummerSlam going live on the WWE Network. It is almost at 8 p.m. time this Sunday and I'm just really excited, like I said, throughout this entire show for this card, for this pay-per-view, SummerSlam is my favorite WWE event that goes on the entire year, and I think tonight we're gonna see some of the greatest matches of the year thus far. In a... What is what is happening? What? what is... Where? Where did the lights go? Hello. Hello. What the hell? How? I... This is the Firefly Funhouse. Which means only one... What the? no, 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 no. Ha 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 ha!